Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Breakfast today is sponsored by Jonathan Nahmani in honor of his wife, his children, and his parents. The parasha opens, And God spoke to Moshe Rabbeinu after after the two sons of Aharon had died, as they as they came close to uh, to, Hakadosh, to Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the uh, in the uh, Mishkan, and they died. Aharon is being commanded to not approach at all times the Kodesh, which is first of all, it's a very interesting uh, phrase. Don't approach at all times to the Kodesh. Rather, how should a person come? The response of the Pasuk is, Bizot yavo el Aharon el HaKodesh. With this, Aharon should come to the Kodesh. So what is this, that he shouldn't come in all the time, and now Bazot, with this he should come in, Bipar ben Bakar, etc., with these certain Korbanot. The idea it's communicating is one, of course, as I always say, which is not limited to the Kohanim and the Beit HaMikdash, but applies to each and every one of us. What is this uh, line of He shouldn't come at all times. It's referring <coughs> to a specific time that Aharon can come. Even if he brings all the right ingredients, he brings uh, the parben bakar, he brings the aile ola, he brings all the korbanot, he brings the incense like they have on the day of Yom Kippur. If the timing is not right, then it doesn't work. Al Everything, like the Pasuk says, Lakol Zeman Va'et. Everything has its exact and appropriate time. The Gemara in Yomah tells us that the Gematria of the word Hasatan is 364. To illustrate to us that the Satan has his power, both with regards to Yetzirah down here on earth and with regards to his mission as a Satan up in Shamayim to be a prosecuting attorney. He has that power on 364 days. There's one day that this Satan is powerless to act or to incite against the Jewish people. And that's on the last day of the year, which is the remaining day, which is Yom Kippur. Always struck me though. Technically, that should have been, because we as Jews have a Jewish calendar. And how many days are there in the Jewish calendar? It's 354. So the Gematria should actually be 353. Right? To illustrate this point. However, alkol panim, the concept is that there's one day in the cycle. However, you see this cycle, which is called, which is satan free. On that day, a person can go into, into the Kodesh HaKodeshim. So what are we illustrating with this, with this idea? So I want to give you one more piece to consider, and then we'll put the two pieces together, and I think what we'll be left with is, uh, is something very beautiful. The second idea also brought from the Nahal Kedumi in Paradise Yosef is that when the Pasuk says Bezot, it tells you exactly what you have to bring. It tells you bring this Korban, bring that Korban, do this, get the Se'il La'azazel, cast the lots, do this, do that. It tells you everything. So what does it mean with this Aharon shall come? What's this extra word Bezot? The word Zot has a numerical value as a gematria of 408. And if you open up the Mahzor, when you see when a person prays on Yom Kippur, so some of the Mahzorim have it written in small letters above the words, where it says, What does it say in small letters on top of it? It says the words, Tzom, 
Oh, so the words Tzom, Kol, and Mamon, each one of them has the exact same value as each other. Tzom is 136. Mamon is 136. And Tzom, Kol, Kol, Kuf, Vav, Lamin is 136. Together, all three of these, 136 and 136 and 136, result in 408, result in Zot. Of course, there's a procedure of korbanot that a person has to bring. But you want to know how you walk into the, the uh, what's it called, the Kodesh HaKodashim on Yom Kippur, how a person achieves this? Tzom kol mamon. He, there's fasts, he prays with his voice, and he brings the monetary uh, element with him of tzedakah. The reason why I think this is such an important, important concept is because if as we've described, the Kohen Gadol can only go in with this whole procedure of Korbanot, how does that relate to every person? And the answer is, Tzom Kol Mamon is the illustration of the ordinary human being's entry path into the Kodesh HaKodashim. A person is not supposed to push themselves to be at a level that they cannot handle or that is way above their own Kiddushah. It's not just the Kodesh, it's the Kodesh HaKodashim. The process of growing needs to be one which is organic. And when a person has achieved Tzom Kol Mamon, what do those three things represent? Tzom represents a person's mastery over his own animalistic instincts, his desires. I'm hungry, I want to eat. Tzom is getting rid of that. Kol is the element within a person where he reaches out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and he places God above him. So not just that he's negating the self, but above the negation of self is the actualization of a higher self, the uh, recognition of a higher self, and that's Kol. And finally, the last one is Mamon, the recognition of another self, the self of another human being. Now, I want to talk just for one minute about these three pillars the pillars that allow a person to reach the Kodesh HaKodashim. A person, maybe it's something that he can't achieve at all times. And maybe even he shouldn't achieve it at all times. Because if a person is in a constant and consistent state of Tzom Kol Mamon, and he's in a constant and consistent state of uh, Kodesh HaKodashim, he actually is removing himself completely from the purpose of being and engaging with this world. Our ideal, it's fascinating, is not the high point of Judaism. And let me explain what that means. We go on for a very, very long time. My rabbi always talked about this, about how important it is to get rid of the hametz. The hametz represents the Yetzirah. You have to get rid of it. You have to destroy it. You have to eradicate it from a person's, uh, from a person's consciousness. And after spending all that time getting rid of the hametz, celebrating Pesach, what do we do? We count down from... Pesach to Shavuot. But if you look in the Pesukim, you'll notice it says that we're actually counting down from the Korban HaOmer to the Shteh The celebration of Shavuot is what? A celebration of Chametz. It's the only time that we bring Chametz on the Mizbeach the whole year. Do you understand that? So one time in the year do we have this Korban, this concept of Shteh of a sacrifice which is Chametz, only on Shavuot. What's even more interesting to note is that the Gemara says that the procedure of going from Pesach to Shavuot is the same procedure as going from Sukkot to Shemini Atzeret. In fact, as the expression goes, the days between the Omer is considered a, chol, a long Chol HaMoed. Which is why, 
at the end of the Chol HaMoed of Sukkot, we have Shemini Atzeret. At the end of the Chol HaMoed, this 50-day block of the Chol HaMoed of Pesach, what do we have? A holiday which is also called Atzeret. Same thing, it's the Shemini Atzeret of Pesach. So we go from, in one holiday, Anyone who eats chametz, gun, everything's horrible, it's the worst. And then what do we do? We celebrate a korban of chametz. My rabbi said the answer is simple. The point is not to destroy chametz. The point is to control it. And the only way to control for a person who's addicted to alcohol, they need to go teetotal. If they, I had someone once in my house, I passed them the kiddush, he looked at the bottle, he didn't drink it. I thought, Uli, maybe it's not Mivushal, maybe it's not a good wine, the guy doesn't like it. What did the guy say to me? He said, I was checking if it was grape juice. Why? He says, I'm an addict. He says, if I have one sip of Kiddush wine, that's it, I'm off the wagon, and tomorrow morning you'll find me in the gutters. Ten years of being alcohol-free, of sobriety, will, destroy, will disappear with one sip of Kiddush. The point, Rabotai, is not to push things away. That's not the ideal. The ideal is to be in a situation when you can partake in things and have that balance, to be able to not have something dominate you. And by the way, one, one way or the other, a person is being dominated by the object. If he is gluttonously in de- engaging in wine, in doesn't matter, in carbs, in get, whatever it is, anything that he's doing, he's in completely in control by that thing. But also, by the way, if he the opposite way around, if he completely has no engagement with it whatsoever, he's also in its control. The idea is to get rid of it, to destroy it, to scrub it out to such a point where you rule over the chametz. And once that happens, then what am I doing? I'm bringing that thing that I've conquered, I'm bringing it as a gift to my master to celebrate that on Shavuot, where I've, I'm free of the Yetzir Hara. That idea is true as well of the Kohen Gadol. I don't want you to be in this perpetual state of fasting, of screaming out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As the Pasuk says, Now is not the time for praying. Now is the time for what? Traveling. I don't want every moment to be a moment of call. I want the person to be able to function in this world. But you want to know how you achieve it, how you regulate the rest of your life by having the times when a person ascends into this element, this highest state. Number one, psalm, a negation of self, not worrying so much about how I look, what I have, etc. The next one called finding a self in the Shamayim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which I can recognize is much greater than myself. And finally as well, noticing the self of someone else, the power of Mammon. With those three things, 136, 136, 136, we're left with Zot, Yavo, Aaron, El May we each and every one of us be Zocheh to climb this ladder, to be able to achieve at least sometimes L'Hazod bin Noam Hashem Ulvaker and to visit to visit occasionally in these, these moments which uh, carry us for so for so long after they, that moment of inspiration. Baruch Adonai Amen.